Welcome to episode 7 of Music Lessons from Athens, Georgia. This episode we have another family episode. You know we all love those. Plus, my family is forced to do these because they love me very much. Uh, In this episode we'll hear my sister-in-law Jane talk about her incredible musical history. And of course, you'll hear me play the banjo. So sit back, relax, and enjoy episode 7 of Music Lessons from Athens, Georgia. Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 7 of Music Lessons from Athens, Georgia. So crunchy. We have a few guests today. Well, we have our co-host, our usual co-host. Yeah, but I've been absent. Shh. I haven't introduced you yet. Oh, sorry. We have our regular co-host, Tim Kelly. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) Very anxious. I don't know when I'm supposed to talk. You can't speak until I say your name. Okay. That goes for everyone. Okay. My dad's podcast. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Podcast protocol (laughs) has been breached right off the bat. All right. We'll go ahead and introduce Rocco Lacanfora. Hey everyone. All right. And we also have on the show today Jane Kelly. And, you know, none of these people are related to us. We just found them on the street. Big gets. We need money. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Rocco. All right. So. Wait, you need money as a guest, or Carrie needs money for her podcast? Oh, Rocco needs money. Mm, Personally. He thinks I'm going to pay him $100 for doing this. Okay, everybody. Yeah, Rocco needs money, everybody. So send that to Rocco Lacanfora. Care of. One, two, three, Rocco Drive, <laughs> Rocco, Maryland. <laughs> He's only nine, though, so. Yeah, I'm that ten. might be Correction, a ten. He's ten. Are you ten? Yeah, ten. Oh, okay. Make sure we're not breaking child labor laws. <laughs> I can't pay you, because then you're going to have to, like, sign mm. all kind of things. That's all right. So, uh, so, I haven't had, I usually talk about my, my lesson that I've had, but I haven't had a lesson, because... We had there was some, something that happened and I wasn't able to have one, so I'm still working on the same same songs. Which Do you have a lesson every week? Every other week. Oh, okay, so this would have been your off week. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so I'm still on Boil Them Cabbage Down, Shady Grove, right, and the Worried Man's Blues, which I've been on for quite a few weeks, but that's okay. I, <coughs> I need to get good at them mm-hmm. first, you know. So that was the real title: Boil the Cabbage Down. Boil them. <laughs> I thought you were making that nope. up. Nope. <laughs> and so, oh, and also let's say that we are coming at you live from the beach. The beach. Yeah, OBX. As we speak and on see. this. And see. As we speak on this, we are looking out of our beautiful beach house window into the Atlantic Ocean. The Atlantic Ocean. Right. I still need money, though. And, and he still needs money. <laughs> Even though he's on vacation. Just FYI, every, every two minutes. Every two minutes, we're going to get a reminder. <laughs> But yeah, so we had, uh, so I don't really have a lot of update here because the last time we talked was well, with Kyle. <clears throat> yeah, but you, since then you went to the uh, American Music Festival. That is true, yes. In Athens, that's right. Georgia. And that has been since the last podcast because mm-hmm. that was after Kyle left, wasn't it? Yes. Thank you. And we saw, who did we see? Let me think. Oh, yes. My banjo player. Yeah. I mean, teacher. Your teacher. Kevin Fleming. Uh-huh. And he was in the band Between Neighbors. Yeah, that's right. Spelled N-A-Y-B-O-R-S. And, and he played lots of instruments. 
They don't know how to spell. Yeah, he played like steel guitar, right? Yeah, steel guitar, regular guitar. Uh-huh. And I loved his song that he sang and he said he wrote. It sounded mm-hmm. very like um, Sunvolt, Wilco, Jayhawksy kind of uh-huh. stuff. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he was really neat. He's quite talented. He, yeah. he went to college for like classical guitar was like his major in college. So he's mm-hmm. quite a talent. So, so this music festival was different from Athbus. Yeah, this was the American Music Festival at the uh, Graduate Hotel or the Foundry. Foundry yeah. yeah. In Athens? In Athens. It's like doing around it like, July 4th. It must be almost like 10 years now. But it's, uh, yeah, it's always around July 4th if not July 4th. And it's like bluegrass, folk, like country but all... Um, Mostly all Athens regional bands. So this year was and uh, the Packway Handle Band, which it was like is like the headliner. Yeah, they're uh, they've been a long time sort of um, bluegrass staple in Athens. They were the headliner, and then um, the Chickasaw um, Mud Puppies. Is mm-hmm. that Puppies, right? Something. Like that. But they were very big in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Stipe produced one of their albums. Okay, yeah. we like Michael Stipe. Uh, Lear Lynn was in there. Lear yeah. Lynn was. Um, a lot of people know her from being the lone singer in True Detective. I was going to say True Lies, but I was mixing that up. Season two. She was not in the movie True Lies. If anybody mm-hmm. watched True Detective season two. Uh, was she in season two or season one? Oh, season yeah, season two. two. She was that the bar. singer in the bar. Yes. Yeah. But she's also been... A, she's she was very a big good. headliner in Athens yeah, a couple years good. ago. She was the one that... Um, she played Athens. This is probably like five years ago, but she was the one where the... Um, she was in the middle of covering... Neutral Milk Hotel, um, and I think they were doing the airplane over the sea, and a huge thunderstorm came through, lightning struck in front of trapeze and actually caused bricks to fall down, like the lightning. What? Yeah, and like Uh-oh. fell on top of a vendor and like hurt a couple of people, but they're all fine. But yeah, That's anyway. Crazy. But she's mm-hmm. yeah, and she's she she's there. been on David Letterman. But we didn't see any she's of these people. On, we saw because right, we had kids and we had to leave like at five because the kids uh-huh. were with us. But we saw the Athens Cowboy Choir, which was pretty. Oh, fun. that sounds cool. Yeah. I need money. <laughs> it's been the requisite two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> is that? Is it really like cowboys in a choir? It is. It's just a band. Really, they're not cowboys. They're they're they dress like cowboys, but they sing all those old songs like. Um, Ghost Rider in the Sky. Anything that's cute. How many people in the band? Like 12. Like, yeah. That sounds fun. And it's and a it, real choir. Like, there's a guy going, you know, like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's guys that were in, like, Elf Power and. Oh, really? Um, I love Elf um, uh, uh, modern skirts yeah, modern and like a bunch of like you know very famous Athens you know mm-hmm. bands mm-hmm. and they've all just sort of uh, as a hobby. I think the story is that one of them, one of their maybe, or maybe their wives or girlfriends or somebody, um, someone in their family like gave them a bunch of these old records and then they just started looking through them and it's all of these like 40s and 50s sort of like just those cowboy songs and they just uh, became yeah. obsessed with like listening to them and then they just sort of pass like started passing them around and then they all just started harmonizing and then it's like well, we should just do this and they oh, they, awesome. they just play like every once in a while but it's really fun yeah yeah and we saw uh, someone else I'm not yeah. thinking of yeah, someone we wanted to see anyway uh, but yeah it was a lot of fun it's kind of like folk music meets bluegrass meets you know just a nice enjoyable oh my Ooh. gosh Ouch. That a lot was... of ambient beach house yeah. sound yeah <laughs> 
Jimmy Buffett, stop. That was the sound of my money. <laughs> He's obsessed with money. Kyle, Kyle and I, on Kyle and I's podcast, Michael Winslow was there, and he just kept, he kept making a lot of noise oh, and disturbing. Right. That was actually, I think Michael might have come with us to the beach house. Yeah. Or that was Jimmy Buffett. Right, okay. All right, so... Uh, so you have had some. So I have, yeah, we, yeah. yeah, of course. We do a lot of stuff with music. We go a lot of places. Uh, uh, have you been to any uh, just small, small concerts re- recently? Anyone? Well, have you properly introduced? No, that's okay. not coming up until after the break. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're just talking about recent. We did last get introduced. Two to three weeks. We, we were introduced. I know. I just thought you might want to. Sorry. Last two to three weeks. I'm sorry. What do you mean by concert? Have you seen anyone play music? I saw a really no. good show in Baltimore a couple weeks ago, a band called Celebration. Oh. Have you ever heard of them? Oh, not a jailbreak. Uh-oh. Is it a child? No. I don't know. Tim just left. Celebration. <laughs> Tim left. He's had it. <laughs> nah, he's going to get Rocco's money. All right, Celebration. Yeah. Tim, have you ever heard of Celebration? Uh, no. Come on, peeps. Is that the sweatshirt you were wearing? That no, that, oh, thanks for reminding me. That is a, what is that? That was the specials. The specials, I, that's right. I yeah. also saw the specials. My parents went there. Thanks for reminding me, Rocco. All right, good. And, and this and Celebration, so what kind of music do they play? Celebration, they're a Baltimore band. They've been around for about 10 years now. Um, it's, you know, it's really hard to explain. They have a female lead singer. She's very deep. Mm-hmm. Deep in thought, not in voice. Not deep, she, like, uh, what's her face? Let's sing like this. She's very 60s. <laughs> Lana Del Rey. Oh, Lana Del Rey. Yes. Yeah. No, I love Lana Del Rey. No, this girl, she's got a really great voice. Um, I can't, no, I, they're a trio, I think. <laughs> can't even remember. <laughs> they're, they're drums, guitar. I can't remember if there was even a bass player or not. They were so good. That's fun. Uh Where'd you see them? That was at the Auto Bar, which is a club in Baltimore that's been around for 20 years. Not a sponsor. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they always have really good shows. And, um, yeah, and then I saw the specials, and I was just telling Tim that I have Fleet Foxes and Mm. Animal Collective coming up at Meriwether Post. On my birthday, that's going to be so fun. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to take a little break. Oh, one more thing. I need money. Okay, good. Good segue. Let me get that in. We'll be back in a moment. As of right now, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud, so please do. And now, back to the show. With the second segment, uh, our money money uh, maker over there is having trouble not saying anything. Okay, Rocco, you can speak. <sighs> I need money. Oh, good. <laughs> All right, so uh, we have another guest joining us now, Chloe Lockenfora. Can you say hi, Chloe? Hello. Okay, and uh, Chloe is also not related to us. I <laughs> never have relatives on the show. <laughs> We do now. I have lots of relatives on the show. <laughs> okay, so we're going to talk to Jane. Jane is Tim's sister. Right. 
and we've known Jan for a long time. I've known her my entire life. <laughs> I would like to say that you two wouldn't even know each other if it weren't for me. Hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. And why? Is, that oh, that's work? true. Because if she hadn't introduced you to REM, mm-hmm. you oh, wouldn't right. have. Yeah. We talked about this. Yep, we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you wouldn't you. have come to Georgia. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jane. You're welcome. And Michael Stipe. And Michael Stipe. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay. So, Jane, we're just going to kind of go through the questions here. So, when did you start uh, getting into music, even just listening to music? Do you remember mm. how old you were? Yeah, I do. Um, my mom was really into Broadway musicals. So, my earliest memory of listening to music is like Godspell and mm-hmm. Jesus Christ Superstar were the two that stick out in my mind. Um, and then from there, I got into kind of like that late 70s, early 80s journey, Foreigner. When I got old enough to buy albums and stuff like that, that's kind of what I gravitated towards. Mm-hmm. You Led Zeppelin though, or is that... I did, but that was like kind of later on in high school. Like when I could first start buying music, it was like top 40 kind of. But I always liked the harder stuff. And the Beatles, did you get... No, I do not like the Beatles. I mean, the Beatles are okay. Don't worry, (laughs) the Beatles will not hear this podcast. Oh, are those 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 British guys? Uh They are. They had those movies stones, and stuff. I'm a Stones they girl. Did. Right, okay. Oh, yeah. a Stones girl. Yeah. Did, we, did you see that in music class? Chloe, yeah. do you like the Beatles or the Rolling Stones better? I don't really know Rolling what the Rolling Stones are. So Beatles, Rocco? Yep. Beatles or Rolling Stones? Rolling Stones. Rolling Tim? Stones. Good. Beatles. Yeah, I'm Beatles I'm too, Beatles. but I, I like the Rolling Stones. Okay, so. I just don't like the Beatles. They're too, like, meh, meh, meh. Meow, meow, meow. There's some meow, meow, meow. I agree, Rocco. You just put it perfectly. <laughs> Jane, some do you remember meow, when Perfect. mom used to hold me down and make me listen to I Want to Hold Your Hand? <laughs> what? Yeah. No, <laughs> listen. The, the, I want to, what's, what's the, uh, do you, you want to know, know a secret? secret? That one, yeah. No. Yeah. She's, for do some reason, when I was a small child, tell? yeah. She would, I, it drove me crazy, and I hated it so much, and then she would, when it came on the radio, she would say, Timmy, get up here, get up here, get up here, and then I'd run up the stairs, and then she'd hold me in a chair and make me listen to it. She <laughs> had the best sense of humor. Yeah. I could see, I could see you doing that to Luke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, when did you start thinking you might want to play an instrument? Or kind of be involved with music personally. I was forced to take piano lessons when I was a youngster. How old were you around when you started that? That was probably um, when I was around 10. Okay. Or maybe earlier, because I think I took piano lessons for around seven years. And did you like that? No. Okay. Did not. At first, I was all into it. And then, you know, after about the first half hour... I realized all the work that was going to have to go into it, and I wanted to watch the Brady Bunch instead, Mm -hmm. so... I had my priority street. It prioritize. But I, I still I stuck with it for a while. Do you feel like you could still play? <laughs> nope. There are a few songs I can play. And so what when did you so. transition into kinda let's move into high school? You started thinking I'm gonna when did you kinda be in when were you in your first band? Though that wasn't until after I graduated. Okay. Um, I was working at Kinko's at the time. Do you know what Kinko's oh, yeah. is? 
It's a copy you, center. You, you used to have you to make copies. copies of things on co- kind big of like, copiers. That yeah. sounds really boring. <laughs> but you, they, they also make was. banners. It's banners that, very fun. Does that sound more exciting to you now? No. <laughs> not not at all. What about color not copies? Ooh, colored. It's where all the artists and musicians in Baltimore at least worked. If you were an artist or a musician, you worked at Kinko's. You were probably you print, forced to do that. Flyers, print free yeah. flyers. Exactly. Because yeah. you could make free flyers for your band and for your friends' bands. And then we kind of had like a whole barter, underground barter system going. Oh, yeah. Where the people w- would come in, whatever business they own needed flyers, like movie theaters, you know, cafes, little, you know, vegan grocery stores. We'd make them free flyers and then we would get like, so I, I don't know why they went out of business. <laughs> I don't, I don't know why either. <laughs> we didn't sell a thing. They supported. I mean, I put out a zine at the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, anyway, so I was working there, and there was this guy. His name was Forrest French. That, cool. that was his name, For, Forrest French. Yes. And he was kind of like, he was an engineer. He had his own music studio, and he was like, you know, he's like, you should be in a band. And he, like, put me in this band. Like, actually, he started a band, and um, he asked me to play the accordion in it. Oh. So Did that you was know how the to play first... the accordion? No. <laughs> but I saw that it had, like, a keyboard on the side of it, yeah. and I was like, I can figure this out. So I did, and I played with him for a while. That was fun. What was the band name? Do you remember? Oh, what was the name? No, it was very artsy. We were mm-hmm. very artsy. We had like a woman that read her poetry oh. while we played the music in the background. I like that. But Christine. the important thing was that I would always put glitter in my hair and it looked really good. Ooh. I wish I had glitter in my hair right now. <laughs> Why? Because I love glitter. Yeah, I have a weird addiction to glitter too. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole nother podcast. Glitter is addicting. <laughs> All right, so you're in that band, and mm-hmm. you played. So at this point in your life, you played the piano and the accordion. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right, and at, at what age are you at at this point? Maybe 20, 21? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably about 20. Living in Baltimore? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so then, yeah, so then you, how did you move on from there? Um, after that, he knew some other people. He, he had a friend, her name was Michelle Cutler, and I knew her too. Was, Baltimore was very small back then, so we everybody knew each everybody. And he was mm-hmm. like, these people, Michelle and Alex, are putting a band together. And Alex was in a band called Longfish, I think. It, I mean, yeah, I mean, there was a band back then called Longfish. I can't remember if Alex played in it or not. I think he did. I mean, they were amazing. Did, have you ever heard of Longfish, Tim? Uh, I remember the name, but yeah. yeah. Longfish or Longfish? Long. Long. Yeah. And so um, he's like, Michelle and Alex are, are getting in a band together. He's like, you need to be in it. And I was like, awesome. But I didn't want to play the accordion anymore. So I went to the music store, and they had a Moog for sale. Okay, what's a Moog? A Moog is, um, it's not Moog, as many people think it's supposed to be pronounced. It's Moog, M-O-O-G, which is a synthesizer. Oh, yeah. Okay. And like bands like... Um, is it Puerto Rican? <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe. You never know. <laughs> um, bands like ABBA, The Cure mm. had a Moog, Blondie had a Moog. Um, it was from the 70s. And I, so I bought this Moog organ synthesizer type thing, and I played it through a Leslie cabinet. And a Leslie cabinet is a 
It's like an amplification system. It's got a speed. It's a huge cabinet. It's got a big speaker in it. And then um, you hook a pedal up to it, and when you press this pedal, it starts spinning yeah. inside, and it just sounds amazing. It sounds like, I mean, I can't like even Like a room. Like very a full. Room, yeah. yeah, so. Um, That's fun. Yeah. That was my band called Runway Model. Oh, yeah. Okay, we have a, we have a flyer for that at we our have a house. Flyer? Yeah, because mm-hmm. I worked at Kinko's. We had the best flyers. <laughs> Kinko's for life. And that was me, Alex, Chad, and Michelle. Chad was a really good drummer. And um, we got signed to a label called Custom Kitchen Records out of Chattanooga. The Noog. Is that what y'all call it? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what me and Tim call it. <laughs> and we put out an album on red vinyl. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. I don't know where. I'm sure I have one somewhere still. Yeah, yeah. they're... Very valuable now. <laughs> there was one on eBay not a, too long ago, selling for like 15 bucks. Awesome. I was just happy to eBay be on ripples. eBay. I know. Thanks, Sometimes. Rocco. I hate eBay. I love eBay. Sponsor me. Never go on eBay, kids. No, don't listen to him. He just wants money. Listen to me, get me money. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then after that, Michelle wanted to move to Berlin. So... She did, and Runway Model disbanded, and that's when I got together with my girls in Maypole, and that was, and I, that's when I started playing guitar. Okay. And I bought a 1973 Gibson SG. Oh, that's nice. Like, the exact replica of what Tony Iommi played in Black Sabbath. Like, the oh, exact yeah. guitar with the Mother of Pearl inlays, mm-hmm. the special indentations and everything. They're very rare guitars. I mean, they, they remake them now, but from 73... It was a great guitar to have. I found it in the newspaper for like 200 bucks. Oh my gosh. Those days are gone. Who were you listening to in those days then? Um, I was really into, uh, have you ever heard of a record label called Amrep, Amphetamine Reptile, from Minneapolis? They had like um, Hammerhead, Cows, have you ever heard of Cows? there was an all-girl band from Minneapolis called Babes in Toyland. Yes. Oh, yeah, we know them. Love them. They were, like, my inspiration. Um, I think, uh, that's what I was trying to remember. You, you took me to a show, mm-hmm. and it was either Babes in Toyland or it, L7, but I think it was Babes in Toyland. No, it wouldn't have been Babes in Toyland, because I've only seen them once okay. at the 930 Club. I know I didn't take you there. It had to have been L7. L7 would come around a lot yeah. to Baltimore. Okay. Um... I also, used to used to give me, I think, based in Twilight City or like whatever. Probably, yeah. yeah right. And I also took you a show uh, from a band called Alice Donut. Do you remember yeah. them? Yeah, that I was a crazy Alice, show. The Alice Donut show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in the like the old uh, warehouse. Yeah, that was the Our House. Yes. And on North Avenue in Baltimore. Yeah, that's when we stayed. Uh, me and uh, my friend Dave, we uh-huh. stayed in the bottom of the hostel, and the guy was trying to get us to let him in. <laughs> Like at three in the morning, we didn't know what to do. And you were like fifteen years yeah, old. Yeah, he was in high school. I don't know where I was. I don't, I'm not like, Somewhere very safe. You also told us it was haunted, and that, that people would you would hear the piano playing. I think in the middle of the night. I think that was that, and we stayed down there by the piano. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So I like I think that. you said, yeah, people will hear the piano playing sometimes, and no one's down there. Okay, here are your sleeping bags right next to the piano. <laughs> I'll be somewhere in Baltimore. <laughs> exactly. That's, my mom would always like have you stay with me and Lauren, and I would just like leave you guys places. <laughs> <laughs> 
And you're still alive. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, so, all right, so you were in Maypole, and mm-hmm. uh, you were playing with them. And how long, how long did y'all play together? We played together for a while, like, well, a couple years at least. Four or five years, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe not that long. I'm not sure. And uh, but, what was, the, like, the biggest place you played in any of these bands? Oh, was that was that your last band, Maypole? Yeah, Maypole was my last band. Okay, and then you moved to LA pretty soon after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. After we broke up, I moved to LA. Well, I, no, I did play in another band after Maypole called Junior Nod with Lara, who was the drummer in Maypole, mm-hmm. and this guy Bryce. He he played. I think we had he played bass. I played guitar in that band, but that was only for a couple, like not even a year. Cool. But um, the biggest place. We played. Um, Our favorite show. Or yeah, your favorite place to play. My favorite place to play was this club called Memory Lane, which was in Baltimore, in like the southern, like South Baltimore, Southwest Baltimore. It was back then. It was you know the '90s. You could play several times a month, and everyone would still come out to see yeah. you. Yeah. Nowadays, it's really not the same anymore, but um, Memory Lane had, someone posted an old um, ad for Memory Lane up on Facebook the other day, and it was like, every night was like a really good show. It was just a a pretty good scene back then. Um, What other, were there any bands that we would have heard of that you were playing around with or opening for or um, in the same circles with? I'm sure there are, but I just don't remember. Let's go with... Isn't there uh, crossover with Hole at some point, right? Yeah, well, Hole opened up for my boyfriend's band at 930 Club. Right. That's how I met Courtney Love. I had first even, like, started hearing about Hole was at 930 Club when my boyfriend was in a band called Monkey's Bank, and they were, like, pretty popular. And um, they played at the 930 Club, and Hole opened up for them, and... Uh, they were crazy. I remember we were sitting in the dressing room before the show and we heard, it sounded like elephants were prancing around in the dressing room next to us. People screaming, like plates breaking, glass shattering. We were like, what are they doing in there? And then Courtney Love comes up to, out and comes into our dressing room to introduce herself and she's like, it's so hot up here in DC. How can you guys stand it? It's so humid. And then she just like turned around and, and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> she had to break something. It was so hot. <laughs> this would have been like 90 or like when was this? Early 90s. Early 90s. Like, yeah. It was right before um, the album before Live Through This came out. Oh, okay. So. Right. And then you had some interactions with Dave Grohl too, right? In DC? Um, or you sort of I like didn't. saw him? I knew or? his one of his ex-girlfriends. Hey, okay. Yeah. yeah. But then there was another guy to tie in the Outer Banks with Nirvana. Okay, so it was Kurt Cobain, Dave Grohl, and Nova Salek. I think it was him who, he used to own a club in Nags Head. Really? Uh-huh. Like in the mid-90s. Huh. Uh, right after Nirvana broke up, oh, he bought great. a club in Nags Head. Huh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Chris Nova Salek? Yeah. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe it was Dave Grohl, I'm not sure. I just know it wasn't Kurt Cobain. It definitely was not. <laughs> um, so that's it. Do you still keep in touch with Court? Uh, no. Love? 
that's weird. No, but I did, when I lived in L.A., my, um, I worked at a, a film company called Silverline Films, and my boss owned a house in Malibu, and she was renting it from him for $30,000 a month. Oh. And she would call every once in a while <laughs> with things like... Um, she was scared because the ocean was getting too close to the house. And what could he do about it? <laughs> oh, Courtney. So do you think you could still... We're going to get to you guys in just a sec. Okay. But uh, do you think you could still play any of these instruments? That is such a good question. Thank you. <laughs> um, I can tool around on the piano a little bit. You know, put a keyboard in front of me, I can make my way mm-hmm. around it. But um, uh, I, if, it would, if I picked up a guitar again, it's been about six years since I've played the guitar. And if, it would take me, you know, a couple weeks mm-hmm. to get back into mm-hmm. it. And, you know, I would have to go through the whole callus on my fingers right. thing. Do you get callus? I'm working on one. Working on them. Yeah. yeah. That's like a really painful process. It hurt. It doesn't hurt. Really, it doesn't hurt anymore, but I didn't get calluses, but it doesn't really hurt. I okay. guess they just didn't really get too thick. But I mean, I remember getting blisters and bleeding and the whole thing. Well, I think, too, were you playing electric guitar? Or mm-hmm. Yeah, electric. I was going to say, electric is a little bit easier to push. It seems like but this, I think, might be a little bit easier to push down, too. Okay. I'm also still way up on the top of the banjo, mm-hmm. so I'm mm-hmm. not like, I don't yeah. know if it's going to mm-hmm. be harder when I mm-hmm. get closer to the yeah. The, Top part. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's <laughs> <next> episode. <laughs> the anatomy of a banjo. Anyway, um, and so, yeah, that's very cool. And uh, so, do you remember what the very first concert you ever saw was? I do. It was Kix when I was 13 in Frederick, Maryland, which is where they're from. Or are they from Hagerstown? Somewhere out there, like Western Maryland area. Have you ever heard of Kicks? I have not. Have you, Tim? Uh-uh. What? So. What? I know. What? Yeah, thanks, Jason. You you know Kicks, Jason? Of course. That's Jason Lockenfora. Okay. Uh, My dad. Fifth guest, Jason Lockenfora. He's watching <laughs> soccer. Have you ever heard of a little song called I Got the Itch? I got the itch. I got it. I got the itch. Blow your fuse. Blow Don't your fuse. Your eyes. Don't close Don't your eyes. Don't close your eyes. That's it? Okay, I know that. Don't close your eyes. Okay, I know I'm Kicks. I don't know Kicks. Oh my gosh. Tim doesn't know much about... I know the serial Kicks. That's how you spell it. I know Kicks Brooks from Brooks and Dunn. It's her fault. Tim didn't... Yeah, she was the one that introduced me on the music. Tim didn't know who Salt and Peppa was before about two years ago, so... She cut, she cut too deep, like, right off the bat. Like, I was... Yeah, like, I'm like, Tim, I was, like, seven remember years this, old and listening to Remember this song from Pixies Def Leppard? He's like, who's, who's Def Leppard? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay, so that was your first concert, and uh, mm. what was the best concert you've ever been to? Mm. Um, hmm... It changes. It goes up and down. You know, I always mm-hmm. I, I see a concert and I'm like, that's the best concert I've mm-hmm. ever seen. So I don't I don't have a, a favorite concert. Okay, Chloe, have you have you ever been to a concert? Yeah. What was what um, was it? Okay, my first concert was Selena Gomez. Oh, that's a cool one. 
And then I went to two One Direction concerts. And then I went to another Selena Gomez concert. This sounds Good. like my childhood dream concert session. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie wants to go to all of this. I shows, know. So. Rocco, have you ever been to a concert? Nope. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. One day, what, do you, what concert would you go to if you could pick one? None. Okay. Good. He doesn't. What's the What's the Victor song that we Manuel. heard? Victor oh my God. <laughs> Victor Manuel. Who's that? This Latin dude that he's obsessed okay. with. Okay, Please good. Continue. It's one of the it's yeah. the walkout music for one of his favorite oh, players. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Actually, he's a big we baseball fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Rocco's into sports. Yeah. All right. And then... Um, well, I have a real quick question. Okay, Tim. Yeah. Jane mentioned something about memory lane and saying that that doesn't happen anymore, like those shows, mm-hmm. you know, the good shows every night. Mm-hmm. And that we are talking to... Um, I was talking to somebody else in Athens recently. They, they were younger, like 25, 26 years old. Mm-hmm. And he was just saying that he likes music and he likes local music, but he doesn't like to go to shows. Like, he doesn't like mm-hmm. to go out to shows. Mm-hmm. And he says that a lot of his friends are like that. that yes. No I one know. really wants to go to shows exactly. anymore. Did he and say so, why? He just, no, I mean. Was it Kyle? Uh, Justin. Oh. So, mm-hmm. a friend of ours. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't know if that was like a just sort of a growing trend or like I just know that I, I can't tell whether because when I go to shows I just see people our age but that's also because like those are the shows that we go to like mm-hmm. the bands that we like mm-hmm. may not necessarily be the bands that like you know 20 year olds like yeah but I don't know if that's like a growing thing even mm-hmm. like in Baltimore like mm-hmm. do people just not go as much to shows anymore like on Tuesday Wednesday Thursday nights well I was at a show this band called R dot our period ring, which is Kelly Deal, uh-huh. Kelly Deal's band. You know, Lara, the drummer for Maypole, plays drums for them. And oh, that's cool. Yeah, they were amazing. They played at the Auto Bar not too long, like a month ago. And um, the bass player went into a really long speech about, because it was pretty crowded, and he was like, oh, it's just so great to see everybody here we know people just don't come out to see bands anymore and we we really want you to know that we thank you so much for coming out it's just great to see you here no one comes out to see bands anymore we we just really want you to know how much we we love seeing you here and then kelly was kind of sad kelly deal like interrupted him and said i have a podcast (laughs) (laughs) and he got he kind of got kind of sad and and mad about that but it was i thought it was interesting that he took all that time to give the speech about how happy he was to see us there yeah that's well you know i guess i didn't realize this but tim and i still go to quite a few shows um but of late, definitely, there's been way less people there. Like, one of our favorite bands from Athens, Atlanta area, is called The Wigs. And uh, we, we go see them as much as we can. But the last show we were at, like, it was crazy. I mean, there was just maybe 50 or 100 people yeah. there. Or, like, I saw mm-hmm. Bob Mould at Georgia Theater and... The entire like they have a huge balcony upstairs and like the like place a can, two-tier balcony. I don't know, maybe like it's usually like two thousand people can fit in there, but they closed. But the balcony was completely closed. Yeah, it was like, just the bottom level for Bob Mold, and like he was, you know, it was a Thursday night. Like on, yeah. it wasn't like anything strange. That's like the week too. I mean, the, the, the mm-hmm. old week shows would have been crazy. I, mean, but I, I just can't. I can't ever tell if I'm just being like a. It's like I'm the old man now. That's like, why don't people go to shows anymore? And like people have always done that, or it's like. No, or is it is this not. a new thing where like just people don't see live music? Well, I as think much like anymore. why, 
like a well, I notice as a, in my other life as a pediatrician, you know, people don't care about, you know, like when when you turn sixteen. I mean, you went and got your license that day, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. it was like you were waiting, you know, mm-hmm. to go get that license. I mean, maybe one out of the last two hundred kids I've seen that are turning, like I'm seeing them for their fifteen checkup, fifteen year checkup. 2016, I'm like, are you so excited to get your license? They're like, I haven't got my permit yet. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? They're like, I don't really care. I was like, oh, okay. So, so just that kind of going along with, mm-hmm. I don't think people just like to go places anymore mm-hmm. as much. They mm-hmm. just kind of stay home and talk to their mm-hmm. friends over text. I mean, that's where you saw your friends with it, was at these mm-hmm. shows. You, you had know? to go out to see your friends. Right. You met yeah. at these shows. And so now you don't have to do that. You can just text everybody, you know, group text or whatever. Yeah. And it's the same with movies, too. What do you guys think? Chloe. Huh? Do you like to go see live music? Or would you rather stay home and and do other things? I have Spotify. Uh (laughs) See? Yeah. So... So you I can mean, hear any music you I want. I think it'd be cool because when I was at, like, the One Direction concerts, like, girls were crying. Oh, yeah. Like, and... Why? Like, completely crazy. Because it's so exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like, Doesn't why? make sense, does it, Rocco? No, it, it, to- it makes total sense. But, like, I wouldn't really... I would go to one, but I guess I would probably rather just stay home and listen to music. Because you can pick any song in the mm-hmm. world. Yeah. And that's the other thing, too, is... Mm-hmm. We had to wait for it to come on the radio, mm-hmm. and and until Napster came out when we were in college, and then we could pick songs from there. But still, it wasn't that easy, and then it became illegal to do that, so we didn't have that for a while. But and so it's then, always illegal. But. but if you wanted to hear all the songs by your favorite band, you just go to the concert. Right. Mm-hmm. But now you can just type in, you know, Guns and Roses, right? And hear it all. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, that's. But Chloe and Rocco, I will say, going to shows is pretty fun. Yeah. So you should carry on the tradition mm-hmm, into the sure. new generation. Um, all right, and so finally, Jane, do you have any, if you don't, it's okay, but any a cool story from your life as a musician? It can even be as simple as what it was like to be in the rooms before the shows or what mm-hmm. did you do after shows most of the time, things like that. You don't have to go into... Um sort of details or anything but just kind of in general yeah I have a lot of them I don't really feel like given the present company it's probably not a good idea to go (laughs) into any really there's not much I can discuss yeah um I saw a picture of myself the other day that highly disturbed me my friend Laura who was the drummer in Maple sent it to me and it was (laughs) a picture of us all drinking out of the Motel 6 ice bucket. (laughs) (laughs) With straws or just No. We didn't use straws. (laughs) Straight So disgusting. (laughs) My stomach turns now just thinking about it. Did you tour around the country? Or did you just say mostly? Well, well, actually, no. The farthest west I think I ever got on a tour was Minneapolis. Oh, yeah. So we toured the eastern half of the country. That's cool. Back then, all you had to do was just sit down with a phone book and a telephone and call up and just say you were in a female all-girl trio. And they were like, when do you want to come? Oh, really? Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's cool. Because back then, you know, all-girl bands weren't a dime a dozen like they are nowadays. Right. But, um, yeah, it was pretty easy to book a tour. 
Very cool. So we did several times, and it was good. It was a good time. When I become a famous banjo player, Tim's going to be my manager. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> right, Tim? Yep. The home, <laughs> home manager. I will manage from Highland Avenue. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a little break here, and we'll be back in just a minute. Everybody's ready to get some Dominion on. Listen to the Rook and Pond podcast. Wait, Rook and Pondcast. Yeah. About board games. To hear about the game Dominion. Okay. So I'm going to play play the banjo. Uh, I haven't learned much since my last lesson because I haven't had a lesson. Uh, and um, do you guys have any advice for me on, on banjo playing? Rocco? Nope. Okay. Chloe? On. Do great. Good. Oh, love it. Do great. Uh, Jane? Play from your heart. Okay. Jason, any advice on playing the banjo? <laughs> Always doubles downs. <laughs> Always doubles downs on the banjo. <laughs> on yourself. That's what he said. You didn't hear it. That's what he said. All right. We're going to play Shady Grove in extra slow-mo. Also, I don't have my picks on because uh, it'll be too loud for the baby sleeping. the best I've ever played that, even though it wasn't that good. It was good. Um, all right, what's coming up for you, Rocco? What are you doing this year? Anything? You want to plug anything? What? Do you need anything, like... Money? <laughs> oh, yeah, I-, I need money. Okay, good. Chloe, any- what's coming up for you? Anything exciting? My three-week drama camp. Oh, very and exciting. An, and an audition, too, right? Uh-huh. Uh, what song are you going to sing? Have you decided? Uh-huh. Let's hear it. I mean, you sing, sing a few bars. No, please. No, come on, no, 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 no. You no, can no. just tell us. You just tell okay. us. Uh, don't... God. <laughs> Dad! Dad! <laughs> uh, don't Dream It's Over. Uh, by one of our favorite Kiwi bands. Crowder House. Yeah. Jane, what's coming up for you? Uh, I've got a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah. You know. What's your favorite band right now, Jane? Um, I would have to say I'm really looking forward to seeing Animal Collective and Fleet Foxes. Yeah, yeah love Fleet Two Foxes. of my favorites. Yeah. And Tim, what's coming up for you? We just got um, Rook and Pond stuff, Rook and Podcast coming out. We have a couple episodes, uh, Kyle's episodes coming out yeah. next week. Uh, and, and I think we, we can have an all-Kyle week. Of, yeah. Uh, a podcast release? Yep. No, so, because there's no way I'll get mine done by then. Okay. Well, next week, Kyle's episode will come out, and that's really funny. Uh, and then, yeah, we just um, going into the fall. we got DragonCon coming up, so we'll yes, have lots of good we'll have a lot to talk about there. We'll probably spot. do a live yeah. DragonCon podcast. Sure. Paul Storm will be there. So. We'll, we'll definitely have them on. I'm sure we will. 
All right, guys, that concludes this episode of Music Lessons from Athens, Georgia. Everybody say bye. 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 I need money. Just one more time. And he needs money. Catchphrase of the week. I need money. Bye. Thank you for listening to Episode 7 of Music Lessons from Athens, Georgia. Please don't forget to subscribe, but also comment and review. That helps me know what you like and what you don't like and what I should do more of and what I should do less of. Unless it's my banjo playing, that is not going to stop. So I hope you enjoy hearing me learn, and I will be back soon with more.